everyone. Uh, today's Nightmare Fuel, God, there's a trigger warning for every episode at this point, uh, but this Nightmare Fuel mentions um, workplace harassment, homophobia, and also briefly mentions sexual assault. There's no details, but there is mention of sexual assault. So if that triggers you, please don't listen to the episode. And also there are resources in the show notes. A listener production. Here at Listener, we acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land on which this podcast is being recorded today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We also pay our respects to their elders, past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Hey, sorry. Guys, I'm in a really good mood today. Everyone used to me coming in for the last six months into work being a fucking cunt and now to I have time honest, off. To be honest, no. Like, you hide it really well. Oh if you're ever, like, pissed, stressed, whatever, you hide it really fucking well, I have to Yeah, say. I think Rowan and Max from the radio show <laughs> feel my wrath because when I come into you, I'm quite fresh in the elbows and I have to do go to the radio oh, show. Oh, okay, okay. And, you know, I think, yeah... Yeah, you don't really get my wrath. No, I don't. Um, also, when I say wrath, I mean me going, oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that's, that's my wrath, me going, oh, this is really not a good segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Guys, I've got you for two hours yeah. every day, so it's hard to reach the wrath. Yeah. Oh, also, have you heard that we hate each other? Did you see that? Oh, my God. So, God guys, I, only, I didn't know that I wasn't following Lem because, like, okay, I use Instagram as a work tool. Like, I don't really use it to socialise. And socialize. I don't use Instagram that much as well. No. And people, someone come, seems suspicious that you don't follow Lem. My producer. <laughs> you realize that I choose my producer, guys. Like, you know, like, I choose, I, 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 Lem was with me at a previous network and then I got, I asked for Lem specifically to come over and if I didn't like Lem or didn't think, and also, yeah, if I didn't like Lem and also think Lem was great at a job, she wouldn't be on the job. <laughs> so I'm sorry that I didn't follow you until last week, Lem, even though I've known you for fucking two years. I'm I sorry. fucking dare you. No, it's actually Abby, fucked up. Be ashamed of yourself. I know. I Stand know in a corner. <laughs> I didn't even know if you followed me. And people people actually asked me that a few weeks ago. Really? And Who is looking at your followers and then, like, linking it to me? Like, what effort that is. It's I know. Really... And I I think it was when I, I we'd posted something probably laughed, probably like the, a video had a lot of you in it, you know, like a, yeah, yeah. of us laughing about something. As per, and yeah, so everyone calm down them, and I've mended our friendship after our <laughs> two-year-long rivalry because I followed her now. So I understand why she was being such a bitch all the time. So I now it all bitch. makes sense, doesn't it? Fucking hell! It it was Fucking. funny. That was funny. Mm. Um, so I've got, I think, one of my favourite nightmare fuels today, oh and God. I don't say that lightly because... I know, you love all of them. I, yeah, well, look, I sift through a lot of shits, um... Some of it quite traumatic. Um, oh. So I'm sorry if I don't put some of the things on this segment, I have to say, because some stories that I get, I'm like, I don't think we can comment on them. Like, they, yeah. you know what I mean? Like some of them are, actual, are actually nightmares. Or, yeah. So yeah. when we don't feel like we can, as non-therapists, talk about assault, I don't include it. Totally. But it doesn't mean that your experience isn't valid. Totally. Um, Keep but, it to things like, oh, my dad got my best friend pregnant. Keep it to that. <laughs> Or if you if you feel like you need a vent, send it. Yeah, yeah, very doesn't, true. It doesn't bother us when you send it, but if you if we don't play it out, that's why. Don't feel like it's because we didn't think it was important. Well, this is one somebody venting definitely about the shittiest boss ever, but I it's love. just so. <sighs> I can't. I'm just gonna let her. I talk. love workplace drama. Yeah. So 
so much. Like, I miss it so much. Like, having an office every day, like, the petty bullshit. Oh, like, she left the ring in the binder. Like, oh, my God, it's so fun. Like, I'm actually, like, or, like, and then we organised the fucking morning tea for our 20-year anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they didn't even fucking come and yeah. they went down to the fucking cafe and had a fucking key. Like, and it's like, who cares? But also, <laughs> I care. So yeah. if you ever have just like petty workplace drama, DM me a voice note. I might listen to it. I Like I love and also explain in detail. Be like, and then fucking Suzanne did this. I love that. Okay, it's taken me a really long time to record this Nightmare Field because every time I go to record it... I go off on these random tangents because every time I think back to what happened, I remember more and more and I remember like the craziest shit and it was just so fucked up. Um, and it's not all completely relevant, even though it all is all a fucking nightmare. But anyway, this nightmare feel is about where I used to work and my old boss. First of all, hi, Abby. Hi, Lem. I've just spent the past, like, four days binging nearly every episode of It's Lot because I'm on maternity leave and I have nothing to do with my time. Mm, no, when times are tough, she's like, guys, bottom of the barrel. I've got, no- I've, got no- I've got nothing else to do. So I thought I'll give these girls a go. And I've quite liked it. No, thank you. It's really cute. I love that. I love that she's binging us. Yeah. That she can stand our voices for that long. I mean, it's better than... First of all, first of all, first of all, <laughs> Lem's face when she has that sound is so fucking bizarre. But it's like she has to dissociate into a child. She literally looks like she she looked like she was a baby, like an actual baby just then. Oscar, did you see that? I I can't see it, but I thought she was playing an audio grab. I'm in Melbourne. I can't see What the hell just happened it's then? It's my party she, trick, guys. It's, she sounds like an actual... She's been waiting. Lem has been waiting to do this. She's been waiting for fucking years. Oh, my God. That, and she it was like she wasn't there. It was like she wasn't <laughs> Lem. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. All right, all right. Let me get my bearings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's so scary. That's so, no, that's so scary. talented. next to their babies and they freaked out. Like God. thinking their baby is crying is evil, but it is it's scary. Good, it's scary. scary good. good. It's okay. amazing. Anyway, back to the actual oh night. God, <laughs> sorry. That fuck. Sorry, keep going. Anxiously and chaotically nest with your podcast. So yeah, but I really needed to send this in because I thought it was so pertinent. My nightmare feel is about where I used to work and the absolutely insane man that I used to work for complete trash sorry that's my dog um it was owned by a man and he was super involved especially in the marketing my role was marketing coordinator he was super involved because he was super controlling on like ad spend and all that kind of stuff which like I kind of get you know you want to know where your money's going and stuff hold on I'm letting my dog out they pause the voice note (laughs) She lets the dog out. I love the dedication. She's like, oh. Also, it's like it's just happy. She's like, I've just got to get this out. <laughs> Icon. I love her. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. Fuck. She's iconic. Feels so chaotic today. Oh, okay. I love her. 
She's actually me. <laughs> yeah. That's some shit that I would do in like one sec. And then like <laughs> the phone's running. That was totally you. That I totally thought about I you. I love her. Okay. So... Um, he was probably the worst person I've ever met in my entire life. And it didn't kind of fully click until right before, um, I ended my time there. So a couple of things that he did though, I'll just go through, give you a bit of an outline on this man, which really, really shocked me. So first of all, one of like the really kind of average things he did in the grand scheme of things was he banned us from collecting sanitary napkins for the charity Share the Dignity because seeing boxes of pads and tampons was too yucky for him. Um, too yucky for him. How op- Like, grown men. Like, you can't handle, period. That's how you were born, man. Like, <laughs> like without you it, you're not here. You know that? I'm sure your mum would have rather have gone on the fucking period than have you. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. Awesome. Um, he ended up letting us do it, but we had to hide the box and he didn't... <gasps> That's so fucked up. So hiding the box would then make people not know that they're doing this charity drive yeah. so no one would fucking donate and yeah. people wouldn't even know that it was happening. Basically. Oh, that's just the beginning of, of it. Shit. That's just oh, the beginning oh, but, of oh, it. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah. Do it, but we had to hide the box and he didn't, didn't want to see or hear about the, ta- the pads and tampons that were coming into the office. <laughs> they were, like, infiltrating the office. <laughs> okay. And was, like, in his, like, I don't know, 40s, could have been 50s. He didn't age well. Oh. You know why? Because when you're an asshole, you age really badly. Yeah, it fucking stresses you out when yeah. you're an asshole. Oh, I'm just a bad person. Uh, yeah. being an asshole. Had, like, he was married and he had three kids and I'm pretty sure two of them were girls. So for him to think that seeing, like, unopened new boxes of pads and tampons was yucky was just so bizarre. How interesting. Yeah. Isn't that so interesting? Like a grown adult man who's had sex with a woman and and created two women can't stand, does he not go down aisle 11, you know? Like <laughs> can he not handle coals? He like, avoids that aisle. Like yeah. <laughs> he makes his wife get him new razors because he can't bear to be near the pads and tampons. Yeah. What the fuck? I'll pay for your therapy, man. Just oh go God. there. Grow up. The thing is they think that they're making some stand, but it's like it's embarrassing for you. You're, you're showing how immature you are. Yeah. I bet he has an equal C. I bet he thinks yeah, it's gross. Yeah, no way. He oh. would not go near that. No. Yeah. Go yuck. Yeah. Slit. Another thing he continually did, which was super, super creepy, was he compared one of the girls in the office to his ex-girlfriend, saying that she looked so much like her and this ex-girlfriend was like the one that got away. What? Right? Yuck. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Ew, and because it's your boss, you can't fucking say anything back. No, and it's kind of on the line. Like, it's not really harassment entirely, but it's kind of in that... It's uncomfortable. It's really uncomfortable, yeah. yeah. I do... I have faced, you know, situations with men like that where it's like, it's too grey, but it's it feels like harassment. Yeah, and, and if he was their colleague, you could probably report it and be like, I'm just flagging this in case something else happens, but who are you going to fucking report it to? Yeah. Him? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. And he would talk about the sex he had with this ex-girlfriend, but kind of in a way like he was talking about having sex with his employee. What? 
literally clutching my pearls. I'm, li- I'm literally clutching my pearls. I have a pearl necklace on. I wonder what the quotes were. Because the thing is, he would he would be thinking that he was doing it really subtly. Mm. But everyone in the office would be like, you're Dude. talking about fucking Isabel. Or yeah. whatever the yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, totally. It was super, super uncomfortable and super weird. And we always brought it up with her and she was so uncomfortable with it. But she also didn't want to say anything because she didn't want to piss him off. Going back to the harassment thing, when he said that he's comparing, that is harassment. So yes. the, the previous part was not harassment. necessarily harassment when he said, oh, you kind of remind me of your ex-girlfriend. Like, it's on the border. It's weird. But when you start talking about sex, that is considered workplace harassment. Yes. Just saying, to clarify. Yeah. I don't even know who'd even call, like, fair work or something. Yeah. Because I didn't want to piss him off. And I'm not a very outspoken person, but I do. I am very super opinionated. And I guess I just kind of got to the point where I would just snap. Like, he would just say the most revolting things. Another thing he did was when the COVID vaccine was released, he put us all into a meeting and told us we all had to get vaxxed, which I was like, yeah, like, not a problem. But, like, the vax had just literally in the last week been released to our age group. Like, we were all in our early 20s. It had just been released to our age group. And he was like, when are you guys going to get it? And of course, like bookings at that time was completely cooked. So we were like, Do you oh. remember? It was yeah. like getting splendid tickets. <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah. fucked. Oh my God. It you was did a actually. Whole episode on it. Oh my God. And then I was giving fucking people advice on how to fucking book the. That was so cooked. Yeah. Thank God I vaccinated. Yeah, like as soon as we can. And he pointed at me, he's like, when are you going to get it? And I was like, you know, when I can. And he pointed at this other girl and he's like, when are you going to get it? And she was like, "Um, I don't know. I have to talk to my doctor. I'm pregnant. And he pointed at the one male in the office who happened to be gay and he pointed at him and he was like, when are you going to get it? You're going out the weekend. You're fucking all these random guys. (gasps) Okay. Also... Okay, side note, if you're that fucking paranoid, I understand. No, paranoid. If you're that cautious, because it's not paranoia, it was a real risk, have your staff work from home. Yeah. If you're that concerned about everyone's health and um, the health of you and your children and your family and everyone's families and the community, have people work from home. But I have a strong feeling he didn't want them to work from home because he's a wee control freak Mm -hmm. and wants to see his little kingdom he's created, but also wants him to do exactly what he says. I think the person who sent this will vehemently agree with you. No, she would agree with you. She would agree with you, definitely. And you're going to bring COVID back into my office. And this guy was like, oh. That's also homophobic, to assume that gay people are more hypersexual than, like, let's say straight people is completely, like, it has got, is rooted also with his reference of, like, you sleep with too many people, so you're going to bring disease to us, which also is a reminder of the HIV. HIV. So it's just like, nah, dude, nah. No. Very homophobic as well, obvi. No, like, I have, I have a boyfriend, and I'm, I'm like, not going out. And he's like, yeah, but you're still going out and stuff, you need to get it. Weren't the clubs close? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know I, he's like, I can't go out. Like, I'd love to go out, but I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck? And I'm like, I totally understand. We're all going to get it. But let's just not pull someone into, like, not pull everyone to meetings, single out people, and then say this bizarre stuff. Just to be homophobic and also accuse everyone, like, let us go home then. Fuck. Seriously. I can't believe, like, 
Sometimes I look back at my work experiences. I'm like, I can't believe these situations have happened and I just let them. But sometimes yes. the whole context it blurs out these incidents. And then when you look at them independently, you're like, fuck, that was really fucked. That person was really mm. fucked with you. Like, yeah. Well, you tell someone in your friendship group that doesn't work with you. Yeah. And they go, that's so fucked up. And yeah. you're like, oh, I guess it is. Yeah, but yeah. he did say good morning to me. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, but I got a $5,000 a year pay rise, which actually makes me get less money because I get taxed more. Oh, yeah. And they're like, his little pay rise, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm actually in a different tax bracket now, so now I get less money. Great. Fuck. Every Friday, he would come into the office and he would sit down and he would want to debate something. Oh! <laughs> yeah. You love that. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, lo- I love debating. We all know this. I fucking love it so much. But, like, he also would know that he's their boss, so if anyone went too hard or corrected him too much, he could get them in trouble. And he sounds like a wanker. Isn't like he's like, hey, guys, team bonding, let's do two topics and discuss them so we can get some creativity flowing. Mm-hmm. He wants someone to try to... He wants someone to try to undermine his power so that he can reinforce his power That's even more. That's exactly what he's doing. Mm. Um, this is where... I come in. <laughs> Queen, I'm obsessed with it. He thought I was very left wing, so he would call me the resident ABC. Um, I wow, think it's- <laughs> what an insult. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, I'm the fucking national broadcasting fucking company. Oh, no, I'm the, I'm a, the reputable TV channel. Oh, what a nightmare. Fuck, all right, Mr. Fox News, like... Just mainly because I would call him out for being homophobic, misogynistic, racist, bigoted, xenophobic, and just the awful things he would say. One day he brought up the allegations against Jared Haynes and he said something along the lines of, well, if you're going to date or sleep with NRL players, you shouldn't be surprised if you get assaulted. So the issue is people who dare to date... NRL players, not with the NRL players themselves. The issue is, well, you should know better. I mean, the, the I mean, obviously, the, the victim blaming. I don't know where to start with this sentence. I don't actually recall so what happened with Jared. I actually don't recall. I think there was something like... Former NRL star Jared Hain will face a third trial on sexual assault allegations and once the venue changed from Sydney to Newcastle. The 34-year-old was released from jail in February after the New South Wales Court of Criminal Appeal quashed his convictions and ordered a retrial. Regardless of what happened, what a fucked up thing to say. What a fucked up thing to think and to feel that you can, that you can say. I love when men tell themselves and they're like, well, you shouldn't, you shouldn't sleep with guys and you shouldn't trust men. It's like, stop telling on yourself. Like, <laughs> stop telling me you're a fucking awful cunt, yeah. you know? I was so shocked and so, like, deeply just, like, it gave me, like, such an ick that he said that, considering everybody in the office are females, and he's in this position of power, it just made me feel so disgusting. So I said to him, I was like, no, actually, I think women should never expect to be raped and they should feel safe with the partner that they're sleeping with or dating, regardless of what sport this person plays or the position of power they have. He laughed and he was like, yeah, (gasps) haha. He laughed? Okay. But that's not how it is, so... She should just kind of get over it. That was kind of like the tipping point for me. And then whenever he brought things up, I would just, you know, 
say to him, like, I'm not going to discuss that because if you want to have a discussion about that, you're going to be on the wrong side of it and we're not going to come to an agreement that we're both okay with. So I'm not going to debate with you. And he, he really, really didn't like that. Of course little, he didn't like that. Of course, it was a little insecure weasel. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Weasel is the right word. Yeah. Weasel fuck. So one day he called me into his office, sat me down and told me, oh, you're really shit at your job. I've been told this. Really? Yeah. When I used to work in property, I asked for a pay rise when I graduated uni. And my, um, we had like a little checklist and he was like, yeah, I just feel like your knowledge for the job is like really under like what it should be. And I was like, well, so we discounted cash flow, very boring. It's like a form of valuation when I was in real estate. Very boring, but it's like the core part of an analyst's job. And I was like, I've just graduated uni. I can do a DCF, which is discounted cash flow. I can do a DCF from scratch. Like I, like, cause usually you have like a template. Anyway, it's very fucking boring. But... Then I said that and I was like, I can do, do a DCF from scratch. And he said, what's a DCF? Oh. And I was like, yeah, so I'm going to get that pay rise. Yeah. Because you're telling me I don't know enough for this job, but or you've actually hired someone who I'm tutoring. He hired someone to be an agent who was um, in first year uni who I had to help do his basic fucking math, who was just an absolute little pig, who was their, fr- their mate's son. Of course, he got hired as an agent. I was trying to be an agent for so long. And then, yeah, I was told I didn't hire. Oh, no, really shit. And then I called his boss and then the, his boss gave me the pay rise. Oh, really? You solved it in the end? Go Abby. Yeah, I got oh $20,000. God, hustler. Yeah. yeah, fuck off. I was like, I'm going to leave then, okay? Seriously. Bye. I fucking hate you. I actually hate your face. I think she hates him too. Yeah. So, like, you don't care at that point. You're like, fire me then. Fuck you. Well, like, check out what she's going to do now. Mm. I love this chick. It was like, mm. Like, newsflash, I'm not shit at my job. I've gone on to do much better things, but okay, you're, like, I don't know, threatened or something. So he was like, yeah, you're really shit at your job. And I was like, okay, uh, what can I improve on? He couldn't tell me what I could improve on. He just kept kind of skirting around it and saying, oh, like, you shit at this, blah, 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 you shit at that. Um, like, but nothing actually to do with my job. Like, oh, you you, you speak out, you say these things. And I was like, you're the one that that's coming into the office wanting a debate. He then said to me, I feel like you have no respect for me. To which I, like, I was so done at this point. I was ready to be fired. I was like, no, I don't have any respect for you. Obsessed with her. Yeah. Oh my She's God. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. And he said to me, Well, you need to respect me because I am your employer and I pay your bills. Huh. That really, really triggered me because I was like, No, you employed me to do a service. You pay me for it and I pay my own bills. Yeah. You won't give me charity. You want you want my parent. I love her answer. See, I, in these situations, again, I, I wouldn't have the answers ready. This chick just... She's fucking great. Love her. Unloading is awesome. Oh. He really didn't like that. He kept going. We got to the end of the meeting. I, was, I really thought he was going to fire me, and he didn't, probably because he knew he couldn't. I don't know. Fair work vibes. So anyway, yeah. I went home, started applying for jobs, ended up getting a new position. I quit. He made me work the last four weeks. He would not let me go any earlier than a full four weeks, which really sucked. And in that four weeks, he did not speak to me once. He did not acknowledge me. He didn't send me an email. He didn't say hi to me in the office. He didn't even look oh, my direction. He shouldn't have gone. It was so aggressive. I, I've had that before and I just like 
didn't had that go. before, as in like somebody ignored you. Well, they, well, then they, they make you not when they go. You have to stay until oh, you're. Uh, yeah. I've just gone. Or I've just like gone for like literally five hour lunches. <laughs> like gotten there in the morning, and then because I was like besties with my um with the admin on the team. Yeah. Talk to her. Have a little chat. Do our nails, and then I'd be like, oh, "I'm gonna go." So I'd like go for like a walk around the city. Because like, what are you gonna do? Fire me? I'd love, I'd love you to aggressively fire me. I would love it. Fucking come for me. And because you already used references. You've already got the job. You need a reference from this fucker. And also once you leave, you need to be bad reference anyway because he fucking hates you. Because you stood up for yourself. So, guys, just don't go. What are they going to do? A million sickies. A million sickies. (laughs) Yeah, a million sickies. Fuck, because often you can't cash out sick leave. Yeah. So just take, um, take sick leave. Yeah. I think she worked for the four weeks, though. I yeah, think I think she, actually, she was trying to be a normal person. Yeah, and he just stonewalled. But this is actually a form of... Of abuse, stonewalling, yes. Yeah, it's stonewalling. And so terrible. And he said something to someone else, like, I'm just so disappointed in her. Oh, don't give a shit. Seriously, as if I care about what you think. Oh, I'm disappointed, disappointed in you. It's like, the only person who should say I'm disappointed in you, maybe if they want to say it, is your parents. Not yeah. Scott Morrison. Yeah, not fucking Scott. Oh, my God. <laughs> who yeah. actually did say it to the nation. I am disappointed Pointed. in you. Oh, Remember back when people were breaking rules and he was like, I'm disappointed. disappointed. In you. No one cares, Scott. Dusty. Anyway, he still talks shit about me in the office. Like, basically, no one I worked with works there, but he still brings me up. Like, some of the girls I still know that are there have told me, like, he still, to this day, brings me up, talks about me, and still shits on me. So, what a joke. Anyway, that's my complete nightmare fuel. There's so much more. Like, I had to cut so much out. There's so many things he did which were just completely obscene. But, yeah, love that for me. Thank you for sharing. (laughs) Honestly, it doesn't even surprise me. This is corporate life. Yeah, you're like, just, you hear this a lot from people. Oh, my God. Like, I, well, fuck. Like, I used to work oh, corporate you. for so, like, in real estate where it's just fucked. Oh, we'll send you to little women's lunches so you can all meet the women in property. But it's like he couldn't get over the fact that she's actually won in a way. Like she couldn't submit to his control in any way. So and she didn't like care. So pissed off till now, and yeah. she's just like, okay, whatever. I feel sorry for this talk. guy's family and his kids. And can his you wife imagine? And, yeah, honestly. Yeah. Also, most people who are being assholes are cheating on their wives. Side note. That's all I'm saying. I have lots of secrets in my head. Could ruin like fifteen lives, yeah. <laughs> um, but I won't. But all the stereotypes that you think are happening are happening. Oh, I wish, I wish, I wish, I could just tell everyone everything that happened at my at my old corporate job, but I can't because <laughs> these dickheads will do weird shit like sue me. Anyway, that was fucking. That was a good one. Well, not a good one, but a awful one, which is a good one yeah. in our books. Yeah. So, all right, love you. Bye. <laughs> Listener.